Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 8-12-2019. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN, written by Jordan Serrani. Fortnite World Champion Swatted on Stream. Kyle Booga Giesdorf, the 16-year-old Fortnite World Cup champion, was swatted yesterday while streaming on Twitch. A clip of the stream shows Giesdorf appropriately or abruptly exit the camera's view, indicating the moment his father alerted him to the armed police at the door. A subsequent clip captured the streamer's return and expl- explanation of events. Yeah, I got swatted. I was lucky because uh, the one officer, he lives in our neighborhood. They come in with guns, bro. They literally pulled up. No one was physically harmed during the incident. Giesdorf is two weeks removed from becoming the first ever Fortnite World Cup champion. The American beat out 99 others from an international player pool to win the 3 million USD prize. Swatting is the criminal act of purposely re- reporting a fake emergency in an effort to send authorities to a specific location. The nature of the reported activities is generally violent, often leading emergency services to dispatch armed personnel. Now, if you swat someone, use a bitch. Use a big old bitch. Second is from IGN, written by Alicia Judge. Games from new Xbox first-party developers might launch on PlayStation and Switch 2. One of Xbox's bosses had said there is potential for first-party studios to release games on non-Microsoft platforms. Traditionally, when a platform acquires a studio, it buys the rights to to publish every future game on its console. But Xbox seems to be toy with leniency. In an interview with Game Informer, Xbox's first-party studio boss, Matt Booty, said that Microsoft-owned developers like Double Fine and Obsidian might still be able to create games for rival platforms in the future. He revealed Xbox would consider allowing studios to continue creating multi-platform games after being acquired, saying, I think the question is less binary about should it be on Switch, should it be on PlayStation, and more, does it make sense for the franchise? In other words, is it a kind of game where it would benefit from the network effect of being on a bunch of different platforms? Or is it a game where we can best support it by putting resources and making sure that our platforms, things like xCloud and Game Pass and Xbox Live, are really leaning in to support the game? It's not an unprecedented approach. Microsoft holds the rights to games like Minecraft and Cuphead, which have been published on platforms other than Xbox. Elsewhere, both The Outer Worlds and Psychonauts 2 will be multi-platform releases, despite developers Obsidian and Double Fine respectively being owned by Microsoft. However, in this case, these developers were acquired by Microsoft after development on these games began, and so it remains to be seen if these studios will remain multi-platform for further projects. With something like Minecraft, I think it was a no-brainer that we were never going to try and take anything from players that existed on those platforms. And certainly, we've added platforms since that acquisition, said Booty. But then, obviously, we're going to have our big franchises like Forza, Halo, and Sea of Thieves, where those games are designed from the outside to really exist on Xbox. I think that will continue. In other words, more Xbox-owned games in the future could launch on PlayStation so long as the head haunches feel it makes sense for that particular franchise to cast a wide net for players. This is cool. I mean, Double Fine and uh, like Double Fine makes sense to be on there. I don't know why I said Double Fine, <laughs> but uh, this is awesome. Great story. Hi, everybody. Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. Here to tell you about our sponsorship program, a wonderful way to help support us and another way if you are a business or just someone who wants something red. Our sponsorships cost $100 for a week or $200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, 
any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. If this sounds something that interests you, then contact us at Gmail at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you, and we look forward to hearing from you. Now, enjoy the rest of the show. Third is from IGN, written by Joseph Noop. Twitch CEO apologizes to Ninja for promoting porn account on his old page. Twitch CEO Emmett Shear has responded to Ninja's uh, accusations that the company promoted a porn account on the streamer's former page. Mm, It's not accusations. It's pretty much fact. Our community comes to Twitch looking for live content, Shear tweeted Sunday. To help ensure they find great live channels, we've been experimenting with showing recommended content across Twitch, including on streamers' pages that are offline, uh, specifically just uh, Ninja. (laughs) This helps all streamers as it creates new community connections. However, the little content that appeared on the Ninja offline channel page grossly violates our terms of service, and we've permanently suspended the account in question. Sure continued by stating that Twitch is suspending its stream recommendation process while the company investigates further. On a more personal note, I apologize and want to apologize directly to Ninja that this happened, Shir said. It wasn't our intent, but it should not have happened. No excuses. As of now, Ninja's Twitch page has reverted back to the usual state of most offline channels. Instead of top streamers being promoted on Ninja's page, an offline video player featuring Ninja's final Twitch broadcast along with the usual donation link, social media, and Discord links, and an ad for the gaming chair have reappeared. Yeah, this is what you get for being vindictive and dumb. They've tried to get back at Ninja by putting all these other content creators on his page to piggyback off him, and it fucking backfired. So congratulations, uh, uh, Twitch. (laughs) You dug that hole. Now get in it. Last is from GamesIndustry.biz and written by Rebecca Valentine. Mojang ends development on Minecraft's Super Duper Graphics Pack. Minecraft developer Mojang has announced it will cease development on the game's Super Duper Graphics Pack, a planned graphical upgrade for the game initially announced at E3 2017. The intended update was in two parts, the first of which was free and would bring the game up to 4K HDR across Xbox One, Windows 10, iOS, mobile, and VR. The second part, a paid DLC, would bring a number of other graphical improvements that would transform the game. This included dynamic shadows, special lighting and fog, leaf and grass movement, new textures, directional and edge lighting, and others. This DLC will be available to players on Xbox One and Windows 10 only, and was intended for Xbox One X and high-end PC specifically. The updates were originally planned for 2017, then delayed to 2018, but the year came and went without the appearance. In a blog post today, Mojang officially canceled them. Super Duper was an ambitious initiative that brought a new look to Minecraft, but unfortunately, the pack proved too technically demanding to implement as planned. The final update reads, We realize this is a disappointing, or this is disappointing to some of you. There was a lot of enthusiasm for Super Duper from inside and outside the studio, but unfortunately, we aren't happy with how the pack performed across devices. For this reason, we're stopping development on the pack and looking into other ways for you to experience Minecraft with a new look. So, I mean, kind of good and kind of sad. I mean, like, Minecraft is always meant to be this low-res type game, but kind of sad because it sounded like they were really stoked for this and they really wanted to bring uh, or elevate Minecraft to the next level and they just weren't able to. So, um, hopefully Mojang can maybe figure it out how to get some of that patched and put in. But until then, no more super-duper graphics pack. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. 
Find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes for every show we release and produce. Till next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.